Testing one, two, God bless America. Oh, yeah. Sweet diddly do. one and all and welcome to episode 118 for schnozcast on friday march 26 2021 this is bob welcoming also my co-host nick bader mr todd dylan and special guest greg gumtow gentlemen gentlemen where <laughs> Good evening. Oh, good evening. How are you, sir? Good. Not so bad. Not so bad. Excellent. Uh, well, if you are new, if you're new to the Schnozcast, if you heard about this from a friend and you said the what? The what cast? How do you spell that? And then they tried and they failed and you had to look us up and then you found it. And here you are. Thanks for finding us. And if you're, uh, if you're returning, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, this is our Facebook live stream, but uh, we are also recording audio. And if you want to find that audio out in the interwebs during the internet tubes, you can look out on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, and anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also find us on social media on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Schnozcast, S-C-H-N-O-Z-Cast. You can email us if you are so inclined um, with your crazy picks and your suggestions for gentlemen's agreement to schnozcast at gmail.com or you can text or call us on Nick Bader. What's the line? It's uh, 618 Shocker. Excellent. Just type it into your rotary phone. <laughs> All the kids are like, I don't understand what you're talking about. No one has any idea. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, fellas, I want to I want to bring this up. Let's see if I can find it easily. Uh, we can go into a little quick Schnozcast mailbag because uh, we did get an email uh, mm-hmm. to the Schnozcast. To the Schnozcast, absolutely. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet or not. Um, I don't know if I if I've seen this one or not. Okay. Uh, so hey, uh, we got an email from uh, Candy Kane. Saying, I should not guess, guys, new listener and first-time emailer. I'm giving you guys a shot at helping me navigate my relationship predicament. I've been dating the most amazing guy for the last seven months, and I want to get to the next stage, moving in together. How would you advise that I undertake this scary conversation? Kisses, Candy. Wow. She sounds like a real person. She's (laughs) (laughs) She sounds hot. Yeah, there it is. Well, Miss Kane. <laughs> first, first of all, the uh, the person that I would normally nominate to be doing relationship advice would be Ms. Danielle Finn, who is not with us today. Yeah, in her absence, she's not dead. No, she's, she's she's just not here. <laughs> well, not with us Thanks doesn't always imply she's death. no longer with us. 
I didn't say he's no longer with us. He's just not with us. Technically accurate. Uh, but in her absence, who do you think who do you think of of the gentleman here in the room would be the best to dispense this advice? Todd. Why do you say Todd? Who's the love doctor? <laughs> well, I mean, love doctor was what was going to come off of my lips, but uh, yeah, he so eloquently put it. So it's not going to be Greg. It ain't going to be any. It ain't going to be anybody at this table. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, we could say stuff, and she'll know what not to do. That is true. It could be like a point well, counterpoint. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, so can you t- read the message again, Bob? Uh, what, what, what did she, I heard something about she wants to room, move in with, with somebody, right? She says, uh, I've been dating the most amazing guy for the last seven months, and I want to get to the next stage, which is moving in together. How would you advise that she undertake undertakes this scary conversation? Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know why it's a scary conversation. Seven months, maybe seven months move, too, move in. Yeah, that's that's way too soon. I mean, I think so, but yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know how old she is, and maybe that's just what the kids are doing now. I mean, and something tells me that uh, with a name like Candy Kane, that you move kind of quick when it comes to uh, sexual relations. I am gonna guess that uh, in the interest of being discreet, this is probably a stage name. It's probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. Welcome to the stage, Candy. Yeah. Really? That's. It sounds real to me. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, she works at the White Rhino. Todd, what would you say to Candy? Well, she she didn't provide. So I'd ask her a clarifying question. No, no. Uh, See, that's the problem with the mailbag. There's no. It's not live, so you can't ask clarifying. You just have to kind of go on what we have. So, so, but she didn't say whether she wanted to move in with him. Or if she wanted him to move in with her, I think that makes a big difference, right? Okay, then how so? Well, I mean, ultimately, it's an uncomfortable conversation if she's trying to move in with him because she's getting kicked out of her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is the lease up on the? Well, why she's getting kicked out? I mean, is the lease up on her apartment? You know, don't yeah, want to do the, a whole did the apartment building there's burn a, down. There's a lot of. There's more info. Exactly. Needed. Exactly, and I mean, and ultimately. If he's a guy who's been living by himself, that's going to be a huge shock having somebody move in with you. So I could see where that'd be, uh, you know, I mean, he's got to start putting seats down and <laughs> he's got to get his, his, his toilet cleaning games better be moved up and, yeah. you know, all that good stuff. Well, I mean, if you're going to date, I mean, you do have to have a, a decently solid toilet cleaning game. So I don't know how they made it to seven months. And if she wants to move in together and he doesn't have one. Is she never shit in his apartment? Come on now. Seven months? That yeah. seems soon. No, I'm saying in seven months, there's no way she hasn't shit in his apartment. There's no way. What? You think that's soon for someone to use your facilities? <laughs> seven years might be too soon. <laughs> how, 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 soon did, how soon did Mary use your, your, your commode when you guys were first dating? Uh, to my knowledge, uh, <laughs> at least a couple of years. A couple of years? What, what, yeah. what happened if she spent I, the night? Did she like me, walk across the street for, to McDonald's? Let's, let's, let's reverse that. I wasn't trying to catch Mary on the pooper, but for me, I didn't, <laughs> wow. I, no, I didn't, I didn't poop in her, in, in her facility. Whoa. For Wait, <laughs> okay. You, you don't need to have a comedic pause after I didn't poop, I didn't in, poop her. in her, um, <laughs> period. Facilities. <laughs> Abode. Facilities. Yeah, please rethink uh, your your whole sentence before 
I didn't poop in her. Hmm, what else do I want to say about this? <laughs> it went in a very odd direction. So it did. You did. It did. Okay. Is that and just- maybe that's the uncomfortable part? Maybe that's why it's uncomfortable, right? She's gonna be yeah. moving in and taking dumps in this place. <laughs> so- well. <laughs> that's a, that's not that's a valid valid point. So the the woman woman's name was uh Candy Kane, right? Yes. It sounds like a How no. Do you spell, it's like like the like the like what you get at Christmas? Kane with a K. I mean it's oh. it sounds like a gnome that's, de plume that's to me. <laughs> Who else do we know as the initial CC? CC. C-K. Well no, it's CK. Kane with a K. K, it's actually spelled with a K on that? Well, that's just what the email address says, man. I, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm guessing this is a number to flip. On the, yeah. yeah, on the email, it's with a K. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I ruined my whole joke. Thanks a lot. I- <laughs> <laughs> you and your fucking email. <laughs> oh, you're going after Corey. There you go. <laughs> Corey. I see. Now the wheel's turning. I Spe- what you're doing. Speaking I of which, you. speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have one, one young Corey Selesky? Mr. Corey Selesky. Oh hey, hey buddy! Welcome. Oh hey, purple writing. I had to, up, I had to uh, upgrade some stuff on the switcher to let myself in the room. A normal person would believe that, but we were not going to bite off of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to. Yeah, have- apparently, uh, the subscription we had only allowed for one one visitor to be on the show, so I had to upgrade real quick, and now we're allowed to. What? Well, yeah. hold on, but but we were my camera it. is one and Todd is two, right? Yeah, and we <clears throat> no, you're you're not considered a a visitor because it's running off mixed iPad. Yeah, no, no Todd, it's, Todd's it's running off my phone. But last time we had you and we had Todd. <laughs> yeah, apparently they uh, did some uh, sons of bitches. System. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad you could glad you could show up, buddy. <laughs> and thanks for doing that. Corey, we we're just reading your email. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, email. Uh, the one you sent about the advice you wanted for you and Danielle moving in together. Your seven month. Hold on, seven years. Seven years. CC. Male, not female. Oh, yeah. Male, not female. Really th- <laughs> thought you'd throw us off that trail, huh? <laughs> Nicely done. Uh huh. I have not sent any emails to our email address, but. Not from you. Well, well. So, how, how long before you were taking dumps in front of uh, Danielle? Yeah, the, the, the uh, question, Corey, is the <laughs> the question is the night they met. Yeah, she she's been dating this guy for seven months, and she wants to get to the next stage, which is moving in together. She wants some advice on how to undertake that conversation. And Todd is imagining that the reason that she's that it's scary for her is because she's she's now she now after seven months have to take a dump in a mutual apartment. Oh yeah, that comes easily. Uh, see, <laughs> this is where he differs. So Todd, Todd didn't do it apparently uh, at, at Mary's for several years. After the Dude, years. Do, you know Todd. How, do you know how many, how many nights I slept with a freaking stomachache? <laughs> packed in bowels. Oh <laughs> oh I wouldn't even fart. I didn't fart in front of her for two years. <laughs> what if I'm she's like, I want Mexican tonight, Todd. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'll just have a salad. <laughs> yeah, Todd, Todd, I had a, a bout with some wheat pasta at Danielle's apartment that uh, made me run right out of the apartment. 
<laughs> I was going to say, did you marbleize for her? There was some kind of running going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, was, there was a lot of running. Yeah, let's uh, let's be honest, Corey. Running? I think that uh, Danielle should just, I mean, well, I think that Danielle should just, or uh, Candy should just get on with it and move <laughs> Just get on with so, it. So your advice to Candy is just just go ahead and bite the bullet. And- just exactly and say, hey, let's 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 do this thing. See if he's serious or not. See if he's serious, like take a shit in their mutual apartment and then you'll know, or just throw caution to the no, wind. See, I mean, ultimately, ultimately he's going to be like, uh, no, you can't move in with me or I'm not moving in with you. Or, I mean, that's going to force the issue. If you're going to fail, fail fast. I always say, there you go. Get it over with. <laughs> so there you, there you go, Corey. <laughs> Corey. No, it's for candy. Thank you. Uh, I mean, candy. It's for candy cane. And I was going to say, Danielle and I have been living together now for uh, a year, actually. Uh, maybe she just never had the never had seven the courage. Months, to... Seven months or, or a year? No, a year. It, it was the beginning of the pandemic last year that we moved in together. Maybe it was saved as a draft. <laughs> <laughs> an accidental send from the drafts folder yeah yikes maybe maybe it got delivered to the wrong mailbox <laughs> dust dusting the keyboard mm-hmm. yeah. oh fuck Spe- spelling the name of our podcast correctly takes any doubt out of the picture that's true yeah what were we before schnozcast podcast uh, dot something dot, dot schnozcast yeah podcast. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's Schnauzcast mailbag for the week. Um, if we uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll continue to get relationship advice like this because I think we're well suited for it. Oh, even yeah. even without a female point of view. Word, word. Yeah. Word. Exactly. Fantastic. All right. Uh, let's go. We're gonna do a little bit of a uh, little bit of booze news, but. Uh, dead air. Dead air. Here we go. And now it's time for booze news. Now, uh, that is our standing. That's our standing intro for booze news. But I want to play a little creation that uh, Todd kind of drafted up just to put it in the running for what we should be doing. So here you go. Booze news. It 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 okay. had all the tones of like a serious like Dan, Dan Rather news broadcast until the very end when it became like a Spike Lee film. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Todd was busy this week, so I wanted to make sure he played that. So I got a, a I don't know if anybody else has one, but I knew I did, so I wanted to share this that uh, as of as of this month, you can now stay in the house. That is in Pennsylvania um, that was used in the film in the silence of the lambs as Buffalo Bill's house. And this is the house that in the movie obviously had a giant well dug in the basement in which to place your victims. Okay. And um, a lot of other sub subterranean rooms that were used for various purposes. We don't won't go into that. So that's not necessarily part of the house that you can now spend the night in, but um, 
but you can you can go to this house. Uh, they want to preserve the history of the home and share it with many of the people that love it as much as they love the movie. And um, and they've they've recently renovated it, and now it's even been on TMZ and Realtor.com. And uh, if you're a movie fan, just like with the the Cleveland house for Christmas Story, you can now <laughs> make another trip and stay where Buffalo Bill slaughtered all those people. Fantastic, Greg. Would you stay there? In the basket. Yes, hundred percent. You would. Oh yeah. As a horror, as a horror fan. Yes. Todd. Heck no. <laughs> Why? Uh, because I don't want to be caught up in anybody's put the lotion in the basket drama. <laughs> so you feel like that 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 would really happen to you if you stayed there? It feels yeah, feels like uh, it's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> okay. So it's made all the, all the major papers with all sorts of advertising just to get you, Todd Dillon, into the basement. It, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> the master plan is coming together. <laughs> Corey, I, I don't think you're necessarily as big a horror fan as uh, as Greg is, but would you stay there? Oh, God, yeah. Now, it's not I'd a... Want to stay in the, I'd want to stay in the pit. In the, <laughs> And we'll put you in the pit. That's fine. We can do this. No, you'd you'd get to you'd get to sleep over in a bed, but not in the well in the basement that they know of. No, that's what they're saying. I know what they're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> they can say whatever they want. Uh, there to. is no pit in this house. It should be there. Then that's I know it not, should. That's it's not, not real. The, then no, it, it's now real. I don't want to go. It's the actual home that was used until they get down in the basement, and then it's a, it's a soundstage. Well, yeah. I don't want to go now. I don't. I don't. I think that would be like. There's way. A way bigger list of other other houses. I think I'd rather stay in, like that, because that's like the, it's not even creepy to me. Yeah, like the, now the Amityville Horror House, that would be fucking phenomenal. You have a list of houses that are not yours that you want to stay in. Who doesn't? <laughs> I need to hear more. I need to hear the top five of this list. Yeah. Oh, I gotta believe the Playboy Mansion's on there. No, what's 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 creepy about the Playboy Mansion besides diseases? All the old man, old man sex. Twenty year olds. What's creepy about that? That's that's called the weekend at Todd's. Oh (laughs) snap! Corey Corey's triumphant return on the podcast. I know. (laughs) Throwing shade from the very beginning. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the the Buffalo Bill House isn't that creepy to me. Okay, so the creepy part for the so for you the the creepy part comes in when you would descend the stairs to go into the basement, if that really existed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I'd be looking for. I think the Winchester House would have to be on the top of that list of places to go. Churchill's house. What What's the Winchester House? Um, oh, it's it Winston. Sweet. Still not finished. Yeah. So I'm gonna butcher this a little bit, but uh, so the guy who invented the Winchester rifle. The Winchester okay. family, his wife went crazy and built this mansion to, like, you would open up a door and there'd be a brick wall. She thought she was being haunted by everybody who was killed by her husband's rifles. Okay. She built this monstrosity of a house that is said to be haunted, whether it is or not, I don't know. She had it built. She didn't build it herself. No, no. Okay. But so she <laughs> no. She contacted a company. They're like, "Here's what I want," and they said, "Yeah, we can do that." Yeah. Okay. All that the, rifle the, money. The weird part. The weird part to it is that 
uh, it's never the house has never actually been finished. To the to this day, it's still being quote unquote built. <laughs> what? Well, is anybody actually working on it? The ghost of Winchester, I imagine. I don't, I don't know if there's currently, const- I mean, construction going on as we speak, but um, yeah, it's it's always been a work in progress. It's never been a completed home. Oh, whoa. That's why I'm not a horror movie fan. Uh, that that would creep me out. You would stay there, though, wouldn't you, Greg? Oh, yeah, 100%. Sick bastard. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg almost buckled the table. <laughs> I felt that. myself over I here. That. I, I, sit I up. felt like uh, like a... <laughs> Like being inside of like a small a, pop-up camper in Yellowstone. Like a, like a ship buckling in the middle of a <laughs> high some seas. Some sort of grizzly trying to get our fucking picnic basket. He Make, said something emphatically earlier and was like, well, anyhow, and I'm like, Jesus, dude. This big bear paw yeah, on the that, table. Yeah, that wasn't bad enough, so now he's trying to actually buckle the folding table. Oh, Test, testing its limits. That, yeah. that would that would erase the memory of my mic coming off the stand from last week if the <laughs> table actually snapped in half during the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure how we would continue. We just always sit on the floor holding I mean, our microphones. We need a five minute break and we can set everything back, back up. Let's go to that table. Let's pop out the tables. That table? No, 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 man. That's Corey's no. table. He gets so mad. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch that table. See what I mean? I'm touching it as soon as I get up. <laughs> Oh, he's going to touch it, it, touch it in, <laughs> way, in ways that you wouldn't even want to see. So was that booze news? That was booze news. All right. Oh, I got a booze news. Oh. I got a booze oh, news. I, so I was just about to ask, and you're like, wrap it up, that's booze news? Uh, like, I mean, I don't yeah, I'm done. know how much more we can stretch out the house thing, so <laughs> oh, we can keep jump in there, Todd. So I have a booze news, but it, I, I still have some more uh, news sleuthing to do uh, because I heard this secondhand from a trusted source, but... And I'm given, and I don't know the name of the. It's, it's about a contest out there, and I'm I've personally named it uh, Bezos's Rochambeau. Uh, so Jeff Bezos is the target of this, and uh, as as you guys hold know, on, I, I spent some time. Hold on, Todd. Like Rochambeau, Rochambeau, Rochambeau. All right, for the that's why I'm calling it for the. Okay, I know what. So for the listeners who are not in the know, can you define for them a Rochambeau? Well, the traditional term that people think of Rochambeau as like rock, paper, scissors. But the real, the real Rochambeau is when, uh, when you take a dare and basically uh, one person kicks another person in the crotch until somebody calls uncle and the last person standing is the winner of the Rochambeau. And it, once I tell you the story of the booze news, you'll kind of know why I threw Rochambeau on the back of it. Cause it, fe- it feels like there's a kick in the nuts uh, with a, with a cool, uh, contest that's going on uh, behind the scenes over at Amazon. You had you had my interest, but now you have my attention, Todd. So, all right, jump right into it. All right, so here's here's what I've sleuthed. I'm hearing this uh, secondhand from a from from a trusted source. So, uh, allegedly, uh, Jeff Bezos and company, and not maybe not Jeff directly, but Amazon's mothership is uh, hosting a contest for those people with uh, uh, Alexa devices in their homes. Uh, to try and get people to be more civil to one another. So uh, when you ask Alexa to perform a task for you, uh, she if you can actually set it up so that there's like a second uh, command mode. And during that second command, a lot of people like me say please and th- or say thank you after she's executed said task. And so rumor has it uh, that uh, over the next year, the first 10 to 20 people 
uh, who reached 10,000 courtesy uh, uh, replies to the Alexa. Uh, Jeff's going to pay each one of those people like a million bucks. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know how they're going to do it other than the fact I do know, you know, those devices are typically always recording. Uh, but the, but here's the Rochambeau part. Uh, the, the scuttlebutt I'm hearing is that if you get to like, let's say 9,999 and someone in your household F-bombs Alexa, you get reset. <laughs> I am F-bombing in all my friends' houses. <laughs> Every single one of them. Are, are you? Do you really think that uh, we wouldn't, you know, share our good fortune with you if you you really be screwing yourself here, Greg? It's it's the fact that it's actually recording all the time. If I actually it got creeps that me money, out. Greg, you'd be in my list of people to give, well, I appreciate you know, share that. a little of the cheddar yeah. with. Grease the palms a little. Yeah. So don't be f bomb in my house for no reason. <laughs> what if you just say f bomb? Give you five bucks, Greg. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> no I problem. won't. I won't touch your table as hard when I walk by it this time. So Todd, I know that I know that the I I I know that they have their their algorithms will allow them to scan the audio from from a particular device, but I was not aware that they could do it on such a scale. So this would seem to be, you know, like SpaceX level, you know, investment in that. Kind yeah, of I'm, I'm imagining. Absolutely. I'm imagining some machine learning going on there. And again, I think it sounds pretty interesting because, and the reason why this, 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 uh, this, this story jumped out at me is because uh, recently I had uh, an upgrade done at my house to my alarm system and my door lock, I got a free door lock on my garage door and it automatically configured that door lock. And so when I went to bed and said, Hey, uh, Alexa set my alarm for 6am, uh, she says to me, uh, your alarm is now set for 6 a.m. I, I noticed that your garage door lock is unlocked. Would you like me to lock it? And then so I, the carry-on commander said, yes. And she goes, one moment. And then she comes back. She says, the garage door is now locked. And I'm like, thank you. And then she says, you're welcome, Todd. And I'm like, God bless America. And so literally <laughs> I've been doing this. I've, ha- I've been having this little love affair with being polite to my Alexa device for the last month and a half. And now it turns out I'm in the running uh, for this Bezos million-dollar giveaway, except for the Rochambeau. Mary's cursing at our Alexa every freaking day. <laughs> so how are, you, how are you going to muzzle her? How are you going to make sure she doesn't ruin it for you? It's on now. It's on now. But tell your, tell your friends and loved ones, Rochambeau, Rochambeau. Couldn't you just go up to your Alexa device and say, thank you, please, thank you, please, thank you, thank you, nonstop? I, I, I got to believe, with, with the level of world domination that Amazon has done over the last 10 years, I got to believe they thought of that. And they're going to, you know, logic script their Give way it a go. I, I, and, and, video, and please videotape yourself saying it 10,000 times and not losing <laughs> count at 1,798. And actually have someone there so they can count with you. <laughs> <laughs> 93, 17, 93, 17. <laughs> Actually, I think it'd be amazing if the people who are listening right now could take a quick video, a selfie video of themselves doing that and then text it to us at 618 Shocker. There you go. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> We'd have like a little clip show of people I've being got- polite. Exactly. And, and, and Lori says, though, why would I have one of those in my home? 
how else am I going to get my garage door locked? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm already in bed. I'm not going downstairs and doing it again. This is how the robots get into your house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. We got a shot sitting in front of us for quite some time now. Um, and it ain't getting oh, any really? fucking colder. Yeah. You guys out there. Give me one top, sec. I got to pour mine up. Going to give you one second. I'm pouring mm. mine up right now. And while you're doing that, uh, if you're listening to us uh, on Facebook Live, um, head over to the, the old liquor cabinet. <laughs> head, o- head over to the old cough medicine cabinet. Grab yourself a, a nice tall glass of Tussin. Yep. Old Maybe some Vicks Vapor Rub for the chest. And a, Daddy's little helper. And a little Drambuie, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Just let my uncle used to drink. And join us. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Wow. Does anyone else have a booze news? (laughs) I don't, but (laughs) Corey, do you have a booze news? I do. You gonna let us know? No, I was going to once we were done with the shot. Um so, as you guys know, uh, I own one of the most famous sweaters in the uh, film universe. Replica. <laughs> oh, it's not a replica. Allegedly. A replica. I feel um, we have to say that for legal purposes, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and, as you all know, it appears in the Big Lebowski, obviously. But, in my many, many, many hours of cinematic film watching uh, over the last two weeks... <laughs> I came across another cameo of the sweater. Yeah. And oh yes. And well, Nick, I, I know I know you're out of the running for this because I don't. I'm ninety nine percent sure you've never seen the movie. Um, but I want to give it to. Uh, I mean, you can guess if you want, but uh, I want to give it to you guys real quick to see if you can guess what uh, what movie. You're gonna give me the sweater. Oh no, that's not happening. Oh. If I guessed it, would you give me the sweater? Nick, if you guessed it, I would give you the sweater. <laughs> I'm not gonna guess. I don't want I that. totally hope you guess. I don't want that dirty sweater. <laughs> wait, wait, you have to launder it before you give it to him though. God, no, you have to burn it before you give it to him. <laughs> so so are we just gonna guess or are you gonna play a clip or what are we doing here? No, no, I go ahead and guess it if you guess Oh, out of all the decide. movies that have ever been made. The talkies since <laughs> Since Star Wars, since '97, yeah. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Big news. Guess. <laughs> Does a porn version of the Big Lebowski count? Negative. Oh, I almost had him. <laughs> the sweater shows up, and I mean, I Which, I don't which, know any movies, so I got I I got nothing. I think you're you're Give us a genre. Give us a genre of, of a piece of the, the of the correct guess getting the sweater, I think is scaring some people off. Yeah, but you know what's really hey, good? Hey, an, an, it's it's a it's an offshoot of a cult classic. An offshoot of a cult. Isn't the Big Lebowski a cult classic? It is. So is it like Caddyshack? Two? Nope. Caddyshack two. <laughs> it's like a parody of That'd the be the only good thing that was in Caddyshack two. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a uh, a hint that wouldn't fully give it away, but it's hard to do. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'll tell you that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon 
uh, are in the scene where it appears. Uh, Dogma? No, it's got to be... Nope. Uh, what's the one where he's a, a math genius? Oh, Good Will Hunting? Negative. No, that'd be too it's, easy. It's a comedy. They are making fun of Good Will Hunting in the scene. Oh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. There you go, Greg. Nailed it. Hey, Craig, Jesus Christ, Corey and Greg at the same time. Corey, uh, just so you know, Greg was Googling uh, that sweater on his phone. So However, I know, I, could, I, I, saw, I saw him. Yeah, I, but, I'm not sure. Just to be sure, uh-huh. all I got is a big Lebowski. Uh-huh. I want to make sure I knew what sweater it was. You know how you keep yourself honest? <laughs> you don't Google things. <laughs> or you, you, or you don't sit next to you, Nick. You start, you start page it. Start yeah. page it. Don't Google yeah. it. <laughs> All right. I had to get an idea what the sweater looked like. Riveting. Anyone else got booze news? Seriously. I mean, hey, this is that was a good, that was a good booze news. I think I got one. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. Uh, so that was booze news. Yeah. How about a little, uh, hey, Todd Dillon? I'm going to play. Uh, now, this booze is. Booze news. This is good. <laughs> no, not booze news. Todd, you don't sing for every segment. <laughs> he will be soon. All right, so we've got a uh, little 90-second sports. And we just got to oh. turn up a little bit, remember? Yeah. There we go. And we see him heading in that direction. The 20. He's going for 40. And it's 90-second sports. All right. There you have it. 90-second sports. I don't even know what the topic's going to be today. I love it. Today. That's awesome. I don't know what That's it's going to awesome. be. I'm so excited. Well... I will let you know here in one second when we start the timer. You're going to tell me what the topic is? No. Okay. I'm waiting. I, I can't wait. Can't? Oh, I, I guess I 90 second sports. Mr. Dillon starts now. Hey, 90 second, 90 second sports today. Actually, I'm going to talk mainstream. We're talking about football. Uh, can you believe that the, that the Seattle Seahawks are talking about getting rid of Russell, Russell Wilson and, uh, I don't think they can move forward without this guy at the helm of this team. What do you, what do you guys think? I, I, has he, has he been up down? What's he been doing? He is their team. He's been having career years. Career years. Okay. He is their team. I have not been following Seattle. So, so obviously you'd, you'd, you'd prefer they kept him. Well, I'm not a Seattle fan, but I think he's, he's the backbone of the team. Ultimately it has no identity. If he's away from the team, I'm amazed that they would talk about shopping him because there's not another person uh, not a, no, even Tom Brady wouldn't be the couldn't be the face of the Seahawks. <laughs> he, so he could not turn it around. He would make no impact in Seattle. No, wow. But other than to get killed, okay, because he's got a horrible line. So you're making and the Russell argument. Done, you're making the argument they Russell's should keep Russell Wilson. They should, well, they've done it. It, it. Well, it'll be an unwatchable product without Russell Russell Wilson on the team. Okay, so what are they? I mean, uh, were they trying to trying to get some salary cap room? Why were they trying to get rid of him? No, I, th- I think he's been he's been a bit disgruntled because they've been holding back, holding him back, and holding the team back from expanding the offense. And so, even though he's done really well, the team hasn't executed in the playoffs. And so, one of the big things that and that was ninety second sports. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to have to cut it right there, Todd. Luck- luckily, you're a gentleman, so I never have to cut your mic. Uh, but just know that's always an option. 
Damn it. I, wow, I, fantastic. Yeah. Just as we were getting started. I, I legitimately wanted to hear the end of that. Yeah, well, that's that's the beauty of 90 Seconds I mean, sometimes it's it's more funny to <laughs> have him let's get cut off. You can get on sentence, but you can get on the phone with him afterwards because you're a fraternity buddy. It's not the same. And <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same. Watching you cringe Todd, makes it all worth it. Todd, can you play the sound again? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Bob's wearing his headphones with his cell phone <laughs> in the backyard. Todd, call me. Call me Todd. Tell me the 90-second sports again. <laughs> uh, Greg, hit the home button, bottom left of the display over there. What are we sitting? Okay. All right. That was uh, fantastic. So uh, have you guys ever had, had something that you were really – so I wanted to share this. Um, I'd gotten a new TV for, for my bedroom um, a week or so ago. And Lori – Did you pay full price? Uh, no. I did not pay full price. Retails for suckers. But, yep. um, Thank you. Todd, you, mom didn't raise no fool. I learned from the best. <laughs> you taught me well. But but Lori was, you know, it wasn't a huge TV. It was just the right size of the room. It just happened to be a little bit bigger than the one that I had. So um, Lori was over, and she's like, oh, that's really nice. Now, Lori has, a, like, uh, so my car is a 2008, my Jeep is, and her TV was a 2009. So it was an old Old TV sitting in her entertainment center and would periodically just shut off for no reason, like in the middle of a show or a game or poltergeist. Uh, could be. As old people do. Could be wizards. <laughs> could be unicorns. Would the TV uh, groan and burp? <laughs> it, it would just evaporate into a poof of yeah. dust. I was, uh, was going to say, Nick, I, I do remember a picture of uh, someone falling asleep in their living room on their chair just turning off instantly during a Zoom call. Oh, if you had a brand new TV, it probably wouldn't happen. Oh, it would, it would happen, but it'd be glorious. <laughs> I wouldn't have no regrets. So she ended up, she's like, what, where's the link for this TV that you got? What, you know, I really like that one. I think it's going to fit as I measured the space. I'm like, oh, here it is. So she got it and it came in the mail uh, today and it kind of sat in her room. Now. So she's a bit leery of technology. Not, not totally comfortable with it. Eh, technology in general. Unless she's unless she's worked with it before, she's a little bit hesitant. So I said, I'll, I'll help you, no problem. So, because <laughs> no, there's nothing better than unboxing like a brand new piece of technology that you bought. Mm. It's pretty awesome. But she was definitely not like feeling the excitement. She's like, I, I don't know. Like, if you want to help me, then that'd be totally cool. So, so I'm like FaceTiming with her while she did it. And there's a whole lot of shit that had to happen for you know power strips behind the behind the entertainment center four or five things plug it in like not every <clears> plug works in the power strips so you got to figure out so we were on the phone for like facetime for like two hours you didn't just go over there and hook it up uh, i didn't know it would take two hours <laughs> so at hour 30 you weren't like uh no because every minute that ticked by i'm like yeah we'll get it in the next five minutes like this shouldn't take that much longer <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> But, you know, you imagine, Nick, if we were in the kitchen together and we're trying to make something, trying to cook something, and you were kind of letting me take the lead because, like, oh, he's, he doesn't cook very well or very often, and he needs to learn. And every time I needed to do something, I'm, and I'm like, okay, I need to read the directions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three teaspoons of, three teaspoons of oregano. 
And so I get the teaspoon and I'm like, one. It's a lot of freaking oregano. That is a shit ton of oregano. Yeah, you could be making spaghetti sauce. Yeah, sure. Three. You'd be kind of like going like, okay, man, anytime you want to, you know, this is taking way longer than it should, but I need to be, I need to just kind of stay hands off and like, you know, be patient. So that was kind of the, the the feel of it. Like I felt like I was. I'm like, trust, trying my best not to rush, because she doesn't feel she's not as comfortable with it as I am. And so she was trying to navigate through systems and sign into this and put the app on her phone and set up the TV. And it just was going for a while. And I just felt like I'm like I am blowing this. She's like, uh, how many times do I got to drop this bag of groceries before you assist me and help me pick these up? <laughs> I legitimately I did not heads know. of lettuce and melons are rolling around the hall. But if I but. The same thing would apply, right? Like if we were going to make something, with, let's say it was lasagna, and I'd never made lasagna before. You know how long it takes you to make lasagna. You'd probably be like, oh, it may t- might take him a little bit longer, but if I'm in the room, like, we should probably get it done in the same amount of time. Is, Imagine if it took us like eight times as long. Is this you like taking off <laughs> Is this you like taking off one of her water wings and being like, yeah, I know she's not going to drown, but she's just going to struggle a little bit. <laughs> no, I was doing my best to, I'm like, I'm like, no, put hold your phone up to the, up to the screen so I can see what you're seeing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I I didn't know, I'm like I she'd be like ah, I, I, this is not working and I'm like show Bob's, me show me where you look. Bob's at. like, how do I assist my girlfriend while laying in the horizontal position all day? Oh no, hold hold the TV Dude, up to the why, up to the screen. Why would you think that on a on a weekday I would be sleeping all day? Well, I don't know what you're doing, but I would have I mean, been you have working. Two hours. I would just assume you had you were on the weekend. You had two hours. You could have been working very hard. You could not have been working very hard if you were on the phone setting up a TV for two no, hours. No, this started tonight at like six thirty. Right. But you yeah. just said you were working. I had been working all day. You said, Oh, oh after I've been laying horizontally all day. And I'm no, like, I'm saying Go you're fuck yourself. laying horizontally on the call. Like, how do I assist her without moving or going anywhere? <laughs> yeah, hold it up to the screen. What does the message say? Let show no, me. No, no. You know why? Because that sends it sends the wrong message. It sends the message that you really don't care. You can't be first of all. You can't be in a Zoom session or a FaceTime and be laying on the couch. You just can't. You got to be at, a, at attention. You can't if you put a piece of drywall under your head. <laughs> or, or, or if you take a picture of like the wall and then you lay on it behind you. And we, you like, just said you? how great you know oh, technology. Yeah. You green screen that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Todd's, or Bob's like, yeah, I think so I, I took a picture of my living room. Yeah, from now on, I'm going to be laying. I'm on my bed like. laying down and I green screen my living room it's behind like the me. the bookcase is behind me. <laughs> yeah. She she was very, she was very, uh, polite and the whole thing <laughs> because i i kept going like no 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 let her no it's this is just how long it takes and uh you know but this I, is I, just how long it takes <laughs> after an hour i'd be like just Two stop hours. i'll be there in no, however but, long it takes me to get there. <laughs> no because actually if you, if you, you go well it's gonna like take me 30 minutes to drive there. there it's gonna take me 30 minutes to drive there surely we can get this done in the next 30 minutes no, Surely, two hours later. The TV up, Bob. Oh my God! It's for the love of putting the TV up. It's it uh, up where on the wall? Well, wherever you were setting up the TV, for the love of that, you should have gone over. No, no, there. this is just the setup, like the on-screen setup for the TV. <laughs> this is not like mounting it to the wall or anything. This is like this is like putting I've, it in I've, the. I placed it on the carpet on the little <laughs> stand that they give it, me. Right, she put the stand, the legs into the bottom the of the legs TV that so no one uses for a TV. It, well, you have to nowadays. You can't. It's like this thin. 
No. You got a base right there. No, you don't. People don't really use them though. They mount them. I can't mount them. I've got concrete here. It's all poured. You it's could. sitting on a stand. Yeah, but I'm saying most people don't use them. They mount them. Like my ones upstairs. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's a why, why I'm would you say she's that? got it on when the carpet? No, she's literally got it in the entertainment center. <laughs> Oh, sitting okay. on there are two actual legs that come with it that that stick into you know prefab um, yeah. receptacles in the bottom of the TV. I know on my other TVs I tossed them because <laughs> <laughs> you knew you're gonna mount the TV. <laughs> right, I get it. Anyway, long story short, I feel like I I feel like I dropped the ball. Like I could have been more yeah, mm, a little uh, bit more patient, <laughs> helpful. <laughs> no, I was extremely helpful. I was on Facetime for two hours. How was that not being helpful? Uh-huh. After about a half hour, I'd Dude, be like, ball, I'll be there. Dropped. I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would have been really dropped. helpful if you were there <laughs> within like 15 minutes. And you were like, oh, it only took me 20 minutes to set that up. She'd have been like, you know what, babe? That was helpful. <laughs> you know what, that babe, was really that fucking helpful. helpful. <laughs> you know what was not helpful? Uh, Griffin not eating for another two hours because I've been doing this. <laughs> no, no, he, she, the kid was not there. It was her. Just so I didn't have to deal with that. And by the oh way, I, I have offered this sort of support. He was, he was supposed to, to be there. No, I was. Uh, I have offered this sort of support to my to my father in law, to my but my mother in law, my parents, aunts, uncles, Corey's dad. I mean, uh, innumerable family and friends. Over the course of the last 25 years, I'm like, I could do this. I don't need to. Uh, this is no problem. Yeah. 30 minutes done. We, believe it or not, we've never had a TV that worked in my household either. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's. Yours was always computers, not TVs. That's how you get people to not ask you again. Do you think I was subconsciously trying to or, I dissuade think, her no, from I think, ever. I think you were consciously trying. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> If I just go over and do it for you, then you're not going to learn anything and you're going to call me every time you need something. I am a big believer in like teach a man to fish, he'll fish for a lifetime, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cheating. If I go over and do it all, then what is the point? So at the two hour 45, uh, uh, she was watching Three's Company or what? I I, I told her, I'm like, hey, I got to go because I get in the shower because Nick's picking me up in like 30 minutes. (laughs) So I was like, it was 20 minutes. I'm like, I got to go. Yeah. That's right. Make her late every now and then. I. Look, <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I had gotten her to the point where all she had to do is then just kind of go app to app and log in like Disney Plus and Prime, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, she should, should be able to do that. She, she, she was a, it, it was a, I think it's like painting when you, when you're with somebody. <laughs> she said, she said every person that you've named uh, that you've helped in the past is yeah. a full 25 years older than her. <laughs> that is that is absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> Corey said and also dead. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Jesus. No. Well, Some of those people of are still people, alive. Uh, I'd say a lot of them that you named for are, are currently no longer with us, but well, I wasn't trying to meet a quota. Uh, hopefully I did hit some alive people there. I think I did. I think we're we're picking up on a sign. <laughs> Some sort of pattern. <laughs> my my assistance tends to drive them uh, to the grave. Yeah, is that what you're saying, Lori? Tear that TV down right now. <laughs> Just hit auto reset. Reset the factory defaults. Yeah, all, the, all the wires are being ran across the floor. I think so. Todd, have you ever? Uh, I'm not going to ask Corey this question, but Todd, have you ever uh, like painted a house with Mary? <laughs> yes, once. Once did it did it test the very fabric of your relationship? Uh, for about 15 minutes. And then I, uh, I immediately, 
I, well, I explained to her that I was not a professional painter and if she wanted one or, or wanted me to be one, that wasn't going to happen. So she either took me dripping paint all over the wood floors and <laughs> a painting past the, the tape lines uh, yeah. or, or stopped complaining or, or told me, no, no, let me do it. So uh, I painted with her one time. Uh, I was promptly excused and I've been paying people to do it ever since. Nice. Did, did you, un- man. did you unzip your coat with your shirt that said in sickness and in health? <laughs> just point to it exactly <laughs> what now what now why is that his exactly. painting shirt because <laughs> is that the shirt he slaps paint all over inevitably he's exactly. gonna get he's gonna get yelled at for doing it wrong so That's he can be I like exactly you agree to take me sickness and exactly. exactly this is my sickness and, and it's also my painting shirt <laughs> yep yeah, I think I it's those it. times that test your relationship, and I was kind of looking at this as one of those times. Like, if we can get through this, we can get through anything. I would like... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, finish that sentence. I would, I would like, like, a real-world-style show. Yeah. Um, like, a maybe, like, a point of view, um, some some sort of show where no one's allowed to help him, but it just follows Corey painting an entire house by himself. How long would that take? How many seasons? There would be many. <laughs> there would be a lot of seasons, like six seasons of a show. Ten episodes per season. <laughs> Time for you. Now, I, the, I say that. <laughs> I say that jokingly because I've never, I've never painted anything with Corey. I don't know. Maybe he's the world's fastest painter. No, he's not the fastest at anything. I, but but he could what, be. But how amazing would it be if? No. That, if he was really like fast at that. Have you seen him try and screw in the light on the ceiling? But it's not painting. I'm saying, what if that's his, like, Superman skill? <laughs> How many Corys did it take? Hey, come on. It, it, he would need at least two stools to or get tight, up there and change those Or tighten lights. a clamp or do anything dexterous. But with painting, you can have the brush or the roller on, like, an extender, and you can cover a lot of ground with very little movement. Maybe this is his, this is his forte. I don't, I don't know. Uh, just a fallacy. Houses don't need to be painted. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to paint before you sell it, right? Uh, I just saved myself a trip. You just put a, <laughs> you just take that take that can of paint, put a little cherry bomb in it, walk out the door. <laughs> yeah, problem solved. <laughs> Corey painting. I don't know why I find that so amusing. I you find it very amusing. Yeah, and I just don't know imagine why. it. <laughs> I'm so glad that's amusing to you. All the all the fine details. <laughs> see, but see, normally you find things like that amusing because they have some things. Some things have to be done at a particular clip. Painting is not one of those things. Painting no. you can kind of do very is at your leisure, at your pace. Okay. Well, you can't. Sure, you, you can't can have one end dry before the other end. Sure, you can. If if you're if you're good at it, if you understand painting, you can do that. I don't understand painting. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's where the problem in lies. <laughs> So you would, Nick, you would just put Corey right in the closet every time. Hey, that closet needs painting, buddy. Why don't you start in there? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay. No, I just, I, oh, God, I can't even imagine. Nick's thinking of a room he can paint and invite Corey over just to see. No. <laughs> God, no. Because maybe his forte is like doing like cutting in around Whoa. like baseboards and trim. Hang, hang, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about how long it takes someone to paint something. Nick, how yeah. long has it taken to get your living room painted? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did, did, did someone just whisper that wow, to you? In the background. Is, is someone uh, feeding you material? Miss Danielle Finn, everybody. 
from the bleachers. If we want to go tit, if we want to go tit for tat, that's one thread that I don't think you guys both want to pull at. <laughs> Danielle so. Finn from the top rope. <laughs> yeah, I got a big Dude, hat with a lot of feathers in it. <laughs> she goes. It's been the same color for six years. And I've been, I've improved more things in my house than the two of you combined. So, so just to let you guys know too, she has headphones on currently, and somehow she heard that. Good. Uh, it's that it's that ultra powerful new microphone yeah (laughs) no i scrapped the microphone oh did you (laughs) yeah Yeah, it definitely sounds different uh yeah i i I do recall um my brother-in-law i will not name which one who um rumor rumor (laughs) nick (laughs) he's been outed (laughs) <laughs> uh, used used to paint like you know as brothers and sisters grow up and one of them gets uh buys a new house the next one buys a new house and generally the family comes over to help paint the first time and who would uh <laughs> he would do he would do such a poor job that, that no one would ask him to come back again and that was his calculated way of getting out of it oh smart, that's it's a it's man. a wonderful plan yeah yeah but i was saying th- i was saying that maybe maybe the little jobs like cutting in around the trim and the, and the baseboards, things like that, that take a slow and steady hand, maybe that's really where Corey shines. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I just heard slow and steady hand. Slow and steady Corey. hand. And Corey in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> steady. I mean. Have you seen Corey's hand? Yeah, okay, yes. Okay. I wouldn't. Okay, but maybe there's a. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> I love him to death, but I would never, ever call anyone's hand steady. Not Corey Selesky, Not Not at all. All right. I'm trying to help you, buddy. No, I think he would be good at the slow-moving, smaller details. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't describe it as slow and steady. I would just say slow. <laughs> Fair enough. Probably attention to detail. Fair, there you go. Yeah. There you go. A, 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 a almost compliment from Nick Bader. Yeah. And that almost compliment will close out the first half. Let's. Uh, That'll close <laughs> off our 30-minute uh, painting segment. Of course. So we're going to take a break right now. Uh, We'll be back in 15 minutes. You don't have to leave the room. Stick around. We'll have some music and a little bit of uh, spoken word. Um, uh, Gnome de plumes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Gnomes de plume. You're welcome. On the Gesundheit. Uh, (laughs) On the interlude. And we'll be back with you very, very shortly. Welcome to the second half of episode 118. While Bob uh, pours us some libations, um, we'll kick things off with gentlemen's agreement. Corey, what did, uh, are we going back a couple weeks now? What was the last thing that you were assigned? I'll tell you. The dig. Dig. 
Oh, that's right. You sound very excited. Nick, did you actually watch this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? It was a good movie. It was a piece of shit cinema. Okay. <laughs> that's a great start. Yeah. Here we so, go. Should, we, should we kick this off with the shot before uh, Corey gets into ripping this movie a new one? Yeah, I'm going to need one. All right, uh, <laughs> gentlemen and ladies out in the room, please join us. We're going to do it in the shot. So here's to you. Cheers. Cheers. Corey likes to swish that shot around before he does it. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> and then he's going to jump right in. Good stuff. The dig. So you assigned this to Corey. I did. Back on the 5th of March. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Corey, you had time to watch it, clearly. You watched a lot oh, of yeah. I, it was actually the worst thing I watched this entire time that I've been quarantined. Wow. <laughs> Damn. All right. Let's get into it. What a uh, quick, quick 30 second synopsis. It was, it was fucking horrible. Um, it, it was about a, uh, not even an archeologist. Uh, someone's hired by this chick out in London, uh, back in during world war one, I, I believe, or around that time, uh, to dig up a mound on her property. And, uh, he finds a Viking ship. True story. That's it. A Viking ship. Seems like that could happen. It was, it was a true story. An entire Viking ship. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I they never showed the actual entire thing. Um, they ended up reburying it because of the war. Uh, that dude, that it's literally that is it. <laughs> okay. So it's a it's a terrible terrible fucking movie. Why was it terrible? <laughs> nothing had then nothing happened from the time the movie started until the time the movie ended. Nothing you said happened. they found a Viking ship. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, somehow they even Todd, even though they found a Viking ship, they somehow took that and they were like, Well, okay, we found this Viking ship. Well, the war is starting, let's bury it. <laughs> that sounds like dumbassery to me. The, the, the movie was. It, it very much so was. <laughs> it took uh took place in England. And I think the English accents through Corey. Was it subtitled no, in, in no, British? It was, and he was it, like, fuck this, there, British fucking there piece was of no shit. Subtitles. It was subtitles. Terrible, it's terrible fucking. Movie. I said, I asked, was there some, was it subtitled in <laughs> British? He answered. In British? He's like, no. And I said, no, there are no subtitles. <laughs> it's not like uh, Cockney rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so is that bad? Yeah, dude, it, absolutely, absolutely terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of up in the air if I believe if, if Nick actually watched it or not. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> okay. I, I, just, I don't even see. No, I have to see it. I thought it was good I, I, was, I, just, I, was just, I just wrote it down. <laughs> I was just, I was just starting to feel better. Um, and then I watched that movie, and I'm like, holy fuck, I feel worse. <laughs> I had a relapse. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> <That was> harsh. <laughs> I can't wait to get into those uh, wrestling documentaries after that review. Oh, boy. All right, so since Nick, since you assigned that to him, let's, let's shoot it over to you. Okay. You had layer cake, I think, from Todd, right? Indeed. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I would assume it was either you or Todd. I would have done that to you if I had thought of it. 
Oh. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, so um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it, it kind of reminded me of, you know, like uh, like Crank or, or, or one of those English movies uh, that are kind of fast-paced like that. A lot of the time they always have to do with drugs. Um, but, yeah, it had, uh, was it uh, Daniel Craig or... Yep, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. yeah. James Bond fame. Yep. Um I I'm a little partial uh to James Bond, so I would say that I, I like him better in James Bond, but uh he, he definitely played a completely completely different character. Um definitely had um there were a lot of uh a lot of fucking good looking women in the fucking movie, so that always helps. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there were there were a lot of familiar faces that I recognized. Um, like, who's that uh, big name Irish actor that was in it? Um, I mean, I've seen him in like everything. It's one of those things that you know you've seen him in, in a movie and you recognize his voice, but I, I just have no idea who he is. But uh, but yeah, I thought it was really good. It was about um, you know, like um, all, all the different things that that go on, and it, it took place in London, and it it had a, a couple highs and lows in regards to like dealing drugs and the underground of that. And then the police being involved and, um, you know, spoiler alert, uh, having, uh, you know, hitmen and, and who owes who and kind of a whodunit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. There were some good twists in it. I thought that's why I assigned it to you. Mm-hmm. Up. Yeah. Up until the absolute end. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Todd, um, you got uh, Restrepo yep. from Greg. I did, and uh, wow, uh, I, I thought it was great. Again, I've been getting a lot of documentaries, but uh, this is pretty cool because <laughs> I saw the I saw the movie version of, of that of one of those stories there, and uh, I thought the movie was great. Uh, makes you really appreciate uh, the men and women who serve this country, uh, especially when it's done just re- them living the real deal. So the documentary was amazing. It was uh, very, very well done. I think the only thing that, that, that left me uh, kind of hanging at the end is uh, that there wasn't a message like where these guys are like now post the documentary or what help that they are being given so that they could, you know, regain some semblance of a normal life after experiencing what they experienced. Okay. Um, so you would recommend it? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. What was the other movie that you were you originally suggested for him? The Outpost. And you had seen it, right, Todd? Yeah. Yes. And, and that was it. Was a, it was the same? That, it's the same spot. Okay, but but a different point of view, different time frame, Correct. or both? A, spe- a specific uh, point where they were moving forward in that valley. Okay. So they na- the name of the, the name of the show is the last name of one of the people killed there. So they named an outpost uh, for him, and they were talking about. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but it's 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 uh, yeah, it's in that it's in in that uh, famous valley in Afghanistan that's indefense indefensible, and literally you lay down. They 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 get attacked every night of their deployment. People they only do they do very short term assignments there because it's that dangerous, the most dangerous spot in any war zone ever. Okay. 
Very cool. I know I've, I've seen I've seen Restrepo. I've not seen The Outpost, and that I think I mentioned last week. That's one that's been on my list to watch, and um, and so yeah, now I have to do that. All right, Greg, you ready? I guess so. All I right. had the endless summer. The endless summer for me. Yes. Um. <laughs> Wait, are you going to the same notes from last week? Like no, suck, I was suck, I'm just, dot dot dot. No, <laughs> I actually deleted it, but. Um, <laughs> I have zero interest in surfing. That is information that could have helped me. I didn't know what it was last weekend. Yeah, that's what I was counting on. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're thinking of Blue Crush. No, you said that last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Recycling old jokes from a week ago. I can't remember what I said last week. (laughs) That's that's Greg. Greg can't remember what he said last week. I don't remember what he said last week. Bob can't remember what he (laughs) said last week. None of us can remember what we said last week. Um, I I did watch it, though. And made it all the way through. It was. <laughs> it was interesting. It's okay if you because didn't like it. I, I, I did. I mean, it was. I, I really didn't care for it. Okay. Um, wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting because they were actually going. I, I would like to know today if maybe some of those places that they did surf, mm-hmm. if maybe those native villagers kept surfing because they saw them do it when they were Good over question. in Africa, like. Did it spark something with because they were trying to teach some of the young kids how to surf? And I'm wondering. So, so do you give give the folks a, a quick thirty second synopsis of. Uh, I saw two guys basically. They go on this little. They call it the endless summer because they go on a summer trip, uh, pretty much down the coast of Africa, as well as a few other places. <laughs> So, so Nick and, muted his mic to do that, <laughs> forgetting that these microphones are pretty sensitive. <laughs> All you can do is try. That yeah. is true. A for effort. Yes. So they basically go around on their surfboards and surf these areas that nobody's ever surfed before. Okay. Um, and it was shot in 67, I believe, 66 or 67. Yeah, it's an old one. Yeah. And you can tell by the way the announcer talks, who drove me nuts, but I don't like the way he talks. I, you know what, I, if I had known that you didn't weren't a fan of surfing, I would have assigned you a more recent surfing doc. Yeah, where the announcer would not have been a factor. Yeah, but wait, I, wait, I hold that hold was <laughs> what? Wait, did you just Blue say if, if I had known that you weren't a fan of surfing, yeah. I would have given you another surfing movie? But it would have been more recent. But you just said if I had known you didn't like surfing. Did you know there's an endless summer too? I did. <laughs> but you got to start with the first one. Well, yeah. he's, I mean, it's like watching I, Empire Strikes Back before you watch Star Wars. Come on. He's not a fan of surfing, but he's even more not a fan of announcers. But <laughs> announcers, hey, listen, announcers can make whoever's but doing look, the, the, the show. Well, hold on a second. Look, you know that I'm not a big documentary guy, and yet you keep assigning me documentaries. So who, who me? Yeah. What did I give you? I, I'm going to be reviewing one of your documentaries in just a second. <laughs> that doesn't mean I keep giving. <laughs> yes, them. you have. Should I do a count? <laughs> I, I will do know. a count. I, I certainly it is a, am not. It is, a, it, it is a stunning large number of, account, of oh, documentaries. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. I, I liked it, and I thought, like, oh, even if you don't like surfing, like, this is a great movie because it, it transcends, in my thought anyway, it transcends surfing Space as a sport time. to something that's more of a, a an experience that uh, is not just about the sport but about um, communing with nature. That's fair. Okay. I, I, but I, I was still rolling the dice. Yeah, no, I like I said, I just would like to know if that changed anything. You know, maybe they're big surfing culture over there now. 
Do you think that the Endless Summer 2 addresses that? I don't know. I, I won't ever find out. <laughs> unless, right, unless you tell That's me. That's fair enough. I think we know what unless you tell me. No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> now that I know, I wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't give you another Note one. Note taken. Just the first one, but not a second yeah. one. By the way, we had a very reputable and upstanding person comment on the dig. Is it Lori? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said, I loved it, and the ship was also Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> Corey said it was terrible yeah, with I, four exclamation points. Viking ship. She said, I found it fascinating and charming, but I also love teaching ancient history. Corey then uh, said that if uh, he said, if it actually taught ancient history or if, I, yeah, if it did, um, that she, he would have been all about it. If they made a documentary, he could get along with that. Yeah. If, if they, if that was in documentary form, I, I think that would have been a, a great, documentary turning it into a movie uh, i think was where they missed out it, it, they because <clears throat> they, they what it, it really didn't teach anything as far as um history uh, and i worry might disagree with that and that's uh, obviously fine <clears throat> but it's it, not it, fine thank you todd <laughs> but but as a work of fiction it it's its job is not to teach mm-hmm. if it did mm-hmm. that would be a documentary mm-hmm. right it's not fiction no it's, it's a true yeah, story it's not fiction but it's not a documentary? Correct. It's a movie. No. So so it's a reenactment? <laughs> it's a movie based on true events, yeah. It's so it's, it's a but yeah, it's, it's based it's, on true events. It, yeah, it's not like what they do in Gettysburg. It's not a <laughs> it's dramatized. So a it's bit, a right? dramatization. It's a movie. It's a movie, which is not a documentary. Correct. So, so I, I don't not, know how many I other ways I can answer this. I am not a no, no. You made my point for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I am not a fan of this. Like, oh, it'd be better if it's a documentary. Like. Not everything needs to be a blow-by-blow blow account of actual events. Correct. You, you can, there, there can be a bit of suspension of disbelief. There can be some creative license taken to make a good story. If the story sucks, that's one thing. But it no, doesn't have to be. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but right. the story is history. Uh, yeah. History sucks. They, 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 made, they, made it, they made it their own history. <laughs> history. Verdict? Sucked. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Jimmy wants to know if it's a documentary. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, documentary. <laughs> all right, Greg, are you done with the endless summer? I don't I want am, to cut you off. No, I'm done. As I said, all that could be I'm said. Done. Okay. Yes, all that I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> I had uh, the disappearance of Madeline McCann given to me by, by Nick and bastard. Uh, I'm sorry. Bastard. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you, I'm... You gave this to me. I know, I know. I'm, I'm saying that it's probably... I'm just waiting. It's a, it's a documentary. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Waiting. Um, yeah, so as a, so 30-second synopsis of this. Uh, there's, there's a family of four that went on vacation for a week in Portugal. And while they were there, um, they were staying in... It seemed like they were sort of a vacation apartment complex, and they had put the kids to bed in the room and then gone down to the pool area with some other parents that they had met while they were down there. And while they were down there, um, somebody went back. I think the dad went back to check on the kids and found that one of their daughters, Madeline, uh, was not in her bedroom, and the window was open, Um there were a couple of other things that were, you know, things that he noticed, but 
there just became this sort of frantic, you know, searching for the daughter, for the girl, which inevitably involved not only the other people that were in the apartment complex with them and that they were eating with, but also like the whole town that they were staying in. And then ultimately the Portuguese prefecture of police and, and the, sorry, the local prefecture of police and then the Portuguese um, F, uh, equivalent of the FBI. And so each episode was, was an hour. I watched first two episodes. I, I think, you know, so uh, this is something that goes for like a whole season. So I never got to the point where there's any kind of a denouement at the end or, the, you know, did they find the girl, did they not find the girl, they find a dead body, whatever. I had to look it up because I wasn't going to be able to watch more than two. But I will say, you know, as a parent, it was pretty terrifying. It was your worst nightmare. You know, you, every, everybody who's got kids has gone taking their family on a vacation, and it's your worst nightmare for, you know, during the night or at some point while you're not paying attention for one of your kids to disappear. And then this one just seemed to be a, a like a comedy of errors of all these different people trying to help them. But, you know, the crime scene got... Uh, contaminated with all sorts of people coming in and out. They had to treat it like a robbery. And ultimately, like, years later, they still had no clues as to her whereabouts, no leads, no real leads anyway. And and the parents, you know, vowing that they will continue to search for their daughter forever. And it was just, you know, it was fucking very depressing. <laughs> so, I mean, it, I was more than happy to finally finish that second episode so I could, the fuck on with my life and it's just you know it's not i've never been assigned a happy documentary that, that turned out well for everybody or you know it's just nothing but misery and and, and sadness uh every time i get an assignment from anybody that's not named todd or bob you <laughs> so, give yourself assignments i'm just saying uh, you and Corey have assigned me always nothing but you know i mean to me that depressing shit do. You know, investigation, discovery, kind of stuff is interesting. I mean, I yeah, uh, I thought about that I, I a lot. I like, thought I thought like, why is go Nick, lucky? Like, like why is Nick not just why is he fine. assigning this to me? Well, I'm like, why is he watching this in the first place? And and not just watching like the first episodes. Like clearly, he's watched like the whole season. And I know that a lot of people are like, you know, Netflix and chill with watching murder documentaries and like Netflix, John Wayne Gacy, no, whatever. No, that's weird. But the the fascination with it is something I I don't understand. Okay, uh, well, okay. So at least you're you're actually vocalizing this time, like, hey, I don't like to be depressed in documentaries. I don't like to be upset. Um, I don't like bad things to happen to anyone. No, no, no. I it, it there's no. You said that this was, one in particular was just there was. Even if I, I, I know just because I had to look it up because I knew I was going to watch more in the second. So after I watched, after I watched the end of the second episode, I went out to, you know, Google what happened mm -hmm. and found that there was never any happy ending. That in fact, you know, no, no good ever came from it. It was just nothing but depression from start to finish. And I'm like, okay, so even if I finish the season, it's not like they're like, and at least the parents, you know, found the dead body and they were able to get some closure. Like that, that, that never happened. They're just going to be forever walk the earth like Kane and Kung Fu looking for this girl. And they're never going to find her. And that's pretty but goddamn depressing. Is, but isn't that the nature? Can there be a positive, funny ending on a documentary? Really? 
I mean, ultimately, because the funny guy, yes. even in a funny one, absolutely about a comedian, they end up dying of a drug overdose at the end. So it turns mm, out to be sad. Not every, anyway. no, not every, not every well, biopic. Name me one that has is is name a documentary. Yeah, that is funny all the way. It has a happy ending. The Aristocrats. <laughs> That's still a movie. It's uh, a documentary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna remedy this for you with today's pick. <laughs> you're oh, assuming you're boy. gonna get. So I've lit. So I'm I'm the last I'm the last guy to read. So I I've already done. I I figured out ran the algorithm and got the picks. You're assuming Corey that you got Todd. No, no, it'll be for whoever I get. It'll be forever? Oh, great. Yeah, I was going to say, Corey's giving me wrestling ones (laughs) where everyone's getting killed and and, uh, arrested for the rest of their lives. So (laughs) let's (laughs) – that seat. So, okay, so we're not all like – But no, but I thought it was was interesting. It it was interesting. I'm not looking for – you know, I'm the guy that watches – you know, uh, the murderer next door and – um, all that stuff on IAD and forensic files, and you know where where most people laughs and, then laughs and go to sleep. Where where yeah, where most people are like, oh, this is this is oh, I can't watch this. This is giving me the chills. I'm gonna watch this and then go to bed. Like I find that very interesting, like the crime scene photos and, and yeah. all that stuff. So, but it's good now. I, I actually know Nick, that that's not something you like. So, Nick, I I will I will side with you on that one definitely because after you. Uh, you left our call the other night. Bob and I kind of discussed it. And he he kind of broke it down. How he's like, it's just he's, it's it's so depressing. I, I don't I can't watch these shows where people are just you know they're dead. You know I'm like well I, it is it's it is interesting to me as well though. But apparently Bob just can't, and you know what can't uh, to handle. to each his own. I I I guess if I run across that where I'm like Ugh, but I'm like oh I know you know who love that. Nick or Corey. Yeah. <laughs> I will keep I will keep that in yeah. mind. That's I mean that's that's why the um the Kathy Sexnick thing, like I, I loved and you were like, God, I was never more depressed in my life. I was but like, What? On that one I, I didn't I, I didn't finish it, but I also wasn't curious enough to go look up and see whether or not there was ever like any sort not even just a happy ending, but just sort of like a, a closure. But to me it's like that was what was so depressing about this one. Is there's no closure for the parents it's like, whatsoever. You know, this is life that actually happens, and it's yeah. like there was an accident that occurred in front of me, so I'm going to cover up my eyes and run away to the ice cream parlor and be like, la, 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 didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't happen. I'm going to yeah. live in my own world. You know, I mean, this is stuff that But this occurs. is like you going like, uh, oh, there's an accident? Let me, uh, I'd love to watch all of that. Like, that's, that's... The investigation, not like people bleeding and dying, which I don't think well, is what I gave you. Well, that's well, not not at all. Always, pulls but, out his binoculars. but yeah, she's yeah. like, "What's going on?" There was there? no blood or anything in the movie. But there's <laughs> a lot that, of it. That can, that can also be a good part of it. It can also be a big part of it. Uh, and I know from talking to you guys good, who've reviewed a lot part. of this. So thankfully, this one didn't have a lot of that. But it was just a disappearance case. So, at any rate, uh, so it did was, you not I, like Unsolved Mysteries? I never watched Unsolved Mysteries. Really? No. How did you not watch? <gasps> I think I just explained why I would never watch Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> but that being said, I, I will say that this was very interesting. It held my interest, and I watched the whole two. And I, it wasn't like, I'm like, I don't think I can make it through this. I'll just fake it. Like, I actually watched it all. Well, you won't. As, as you take to heart mm-hmm. uh, what I tell you as far as feedback, I will do the same. Much appreciated, sir. Yeah. All right. So for new assignments. I'm, I'm not uh... <laughs> so you're not gonna, <laughs> Todd. No. You don't always have to be the bad guy. We we love you. It's all right. All right. So I have drawn Todd. 
Uh, Todd, you have drawn Corey. Corey, you've drawn me. So you're going to get your chance here with me. So hopefully I'll get that happily ever after after ending. Uh, Greg, you have Nick. And Nick, you have Greg. Mm. Interesting. Okay. We're going in any order here? Uh, Whoever, jump, uh, speak up if you know what you want to assign. So I got you, Bob. You got me? All right. I want to hear Corey give yeah, Bob. Let's, let's start pick. with that. Go ahead, Corey. What do you got for me? <clears throat> um, you're going to watch Frowning, The Fittest Man Alive. <laughs> Sorry. Say it again. Frowning. Frowning. F-O-R-I-N-I-N-G. Uh, what? Fittest Man Alive. Forning? Frowning. You said F O R. Bob, F R O I. You mean F R O? Frowning. Q. Spell it. Spell it again, Corey. Fawning. F R O. F R O. N I N G. Umlau. Frowning. It's on Netflix. Froggy. You said the. You said the the fittest man alive. Yes. Now here's what's really cool about this, Bob. Okay. I did not know this until I I came across it the other day on Netflix, and Danielle was like, "Holy shit." That's my cousin. What? It, this this documentary is about Danielle's cousin. No, it isn't. It it definitely is, and as a matter of fact, there's a lot of people in the documentary that I know and have met from what? his family. And, and she just found out about this this week. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so it, 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 very close cousins. They, they never mentioned it. No, well, he he lives in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon does not live in Tennessee. <laughs> I got a whole mess of cousins down in Tennessee. <laughs> but it is her, her cousin, her family that, that is in this entire documentary. Are they the Finns? The Fronings. That's the last name? Froning. The f- yeah. R- R- Rich Rich Froning is the, the guy that's a, that's the documentary is based on. All right, man. It's not the I people can't, with the blue skin, is it? I can't. No, you think of Avatar. <laughs> no. I can't wait, Corey. All right, um, got, there's I, there's some other aspect there's some other aspects about it that we'll uh, we'll talk about. Yeah, don't yeah don't that, uh, don't spoil yeah. it. I will be watching it. Don't sign the royalty checks just yet. <laughs> no, no, there, there's other there's other reasons why it, it, it's a good pick for Bob as well. Okay. Um, Todd. Uh, Corey. Or you signing to me, Bob? Uh, I was going to talk about assignments for you, but if you got one for Corey, go ahead. Corey, uh, have you seen The Americans? Yes. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> what about The Morning Show? Yes. Great. That's a great show. He He's he's worn the fuck out of that Apple TV subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm breaking it down. Yeah. All right. I need another second, though. All right. Todd, I'm not going to give you another yeah. second. Unless, what do you guys got? You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, you go ahead, Greg. You got um, you got Nick. So one of the few things that I remember from last week, Nick, you get the outpost. <laughs> the outpost. Okay, you said hold that. I will. I haven't seen that yet, and save that for next week. I remember that part. Yeah, barely. Okay, Nick, you got Greg. Hmm. Oh boy, I heard the disappearance of Madeline McCann's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's already on my list. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, he's I, so I got it. <laughs> Greg, I I do like this movie. 
and I've given it to, I think, a couple people, but that's okay because I haven't seen a lot, and apparently I need to make better picks per person. No, you're doing good, man. <laughs> did you, Greg, did you see any of the tall grass? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to watch it again, Corey. So that's, oh, a, okay. that's, a, that's a no, I Greg? You I don't seen think it? so. Let me double check here. Into the tall grass. That's Netflix, right? There. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory, Greg. If you've seen it, I'm sure you've known it. <laughs> it's a good Hold word. on one second. Corey was not a fan. Edit. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll shut this entire thing down have right you, now. Have you seen it? I have not. All right. So that's what you got. Okay. You don't need to watch the trailer right now. No, I was, you know, just setting it up here. Oh, kinda. okay. All right, like Todd. You still list. need Todd. You still need a minute for Corey. I think I got. Have you seen Life in Pieces? Um, I'm, I assigned it before, but the person never came back. Yes. You've seen that? Yeah, Danielle watches it. Bob. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> yeah. What's Damn that? It. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get him? <laughs> uh. All right. So you still need a minute, Todd. I do. All right. In the meantime, uh, Todd, have you seen? What are you least likely to have seen here? Um, Rocky Horror Picture have Show. You, have you seen Beastie Boy Story yet? No. Oh, you have Apple TV Plus, don't you? I do. That's what you got, Beastie Boy Story. All right. Have you seen Into the Badlands, Corey? I don't believe so. There you go. Is there any grass involved? <laughs> Actually, there is. Strange, strangely enough, there is. <laughs> Corey now, loves going into the grass. Now, Court, uh, Nick, uh, Court, Court, Nick, Todd, Greg, Todd. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is that the series that was on uh, yes. AMC? Uh, I'm not sure if it was on AMC, but that, it looks like it was. It, it started on AMC. Is Nick Frost okay. in that in that series? I don't know who that is. <laughs> he was. I, uh, I never know who si- Simon yeah. Pegg. Simon <laughs> Pegg's buddy in um, in uh, every one of the movies that Simon Pegg's been in. <laughs> <laughs> that helped. Um, you know, I don't know if he's in that or not. I just wanted. I just wanted to know if it was the same one I was thinking of. Nick Frost. All right. <laughs> All right. So I think we've got, I think we've got everybody covered. Yeah. Yeah. You assigned that to Ken back in mid February, Todd. Life in Pieces. Yes. And nobody ever yeah. reviewed it. That's it. Was he in it? Okay. Uh, well, I'm sure that, I'm sure the review is going to be scintillating. And uh, one day we might get to it. But. Scintillating. But we're gonna set up a table and uh, have Greg and Ken back for uh, a review of that. That would be amazing. <laughs> we need to really make some time. Life affirming. All right, so uh, that's it for gentlemen's agreement, and now we're gonna move into the segment of Nick's choosing. Uh, well, I would like to, uh, more than anything, keep the camera on myself, but. Considering Corey's been out of touch for quite some time, uh, maybe go to Funko this. Ooh, we can do that. Hit the uh, musical note button, Greg. 
give her one more screen? You guys are doing great tonight. I know. Yep. Red red button <laughs> on the board. <laughs> wow every time totally worth it <laughs> stupid <laughs> funny stupid let's get it right <clears throat> well this week's funk of this uh is definitely one that i picked up uh for for nick himself and I, I think he'll appreciate it. This uh, this week's is the man in Ooh. black. Sweet. What is it? Yes, the, Johnny, oh yeah, Johnny Mr. Cash, Johnny the man Cash in black. black. No way. You can you can leave that one at my house. Is he is he actually in black? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Is and Johnny Cash your guy? Yeah. Nick? Fuck, oh, yeah, dude, country music's my thing, but. But Johnny Cash is awesome. Well, so Johnny, Johnny Cash is a class by himself. Oh my God! So look at look at the the guitar. Look, the guitar's on his back, right? Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally Johnny Cash. <laughs> that's awesome. So there's uh this was actually I I've never seen this uh, Johnny Cash before. We found it at a discreet play, <clears throat> and there's one other uh, a discreet place. Cash. Did you say a discreet place? Yeah. Disc replay. Oh. I don't know what that means. It's, it's, other, it's, they call it a other. store. Oh, you got two. Okay, there's so you can just leave one over here. No, no, I only have one. I'm still. I, I still have to find the. I still have to find the other one. Did you just set that box uh, down and bring from, it back? I did. Uh, okay. You asked about the guitar. Yeah. But there's a a version of him from Folsom Prison as well. So. Ooh. Oh, I might want that one more. Stop. I'm telling you. Johnny Cash. <laughs> so so I, have, I have a funny, funny interlude. I, I'll try not to take too much time. But so Johnny Cash, I'd heard that the radio played songs of his all the time. But did you get him hooked on cocaine worst, again? No, no. <laughs> but but I watched one of the worst Travolta movies ever. And I can never remember the name, but it's Travolta and De Niro. Broken Arrow. In a. That's a good no, movie. No, no, that's, that's a good, that's a good it's movie. Not, it's not Broken Arrow. It's Travolta and De Niro, where uh, Travolta is a Serbian uh, warlord or war criminal that uh, De Niro captures, and then after he gets he breaks out of prison or gets released or whatever, he hunts down De Niro. But anyway, the the Johnny that. Cash part of this is uh, Johnny. They played "Don't Take Your Guns to, to Town," Ooh. which is. My favorite Johnny Cash song mm-hmm. of all time, but I hadn't heard anything other than like uh, the the Bring a Fire and a, what, like I said, the radio songs. Right. But after hearing "Don't Take Your Guns to Town," I downloaded a couple songs. I started listening to like, oh, I'll let me listen to see what's on the greatest hits. The next thing I know, I got like seventy songs on my iPod, uh, and Johnny Cash is one of my all time favorites. So that is an awesome Funko, and just wanted to me and Nick have another connection point. Absolutely. I like uh, 25 minutes to go. (laughs) I do. I like, what's it, six feet high and rising? That's a great great one, too. That's in heavy rotation over here at Nick's house. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, unfortunately, uh, minus that 20, we've only got five more minutes to go. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we had this. We had this. Uh, we we kept this going right during the break. Absolutely. So we got another fifteen. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so minus 20. fifteen 20. from the count. That's what so we, we got. got twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could do whatever you want. Yeah. So you want to do existential question? You want to do pick of the week? That was a. That was a. You want to? You want to? You know what? You could text us at six one eight shocker if you're in the room and cast a vote. What would you rather hear next? Nick's existential question of the week or pick of the week? Yeah, we're not waiting for that. We'll do uh, <laughs> that for next week. What are uh, we doing? It's an audio podcast. <laughs> All right, we're still waiting to know what you think. <laughs> you don't think we can keep dancing until we get that text? No, I so think we could. We're going to do existential question. God damn it. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> All right, this week on. <laughs> Look how happy Todd is right now. <laughs> you this, watch, I'm watching Greg and I watch him going like, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm so good. I'm so smart. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Another song with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're relatively newer to the podcast than most of the other co-hosts. How do you make sure that your voice is heard throughout everything? Well. I make all the songs to every segment, so you're constantly going to hear me. <laughs> He's not wrong. So, no, it's, it's fantastic. Well done, sir. Busted. Um, so Nick's uh, existential question of the week for this week is uh, if you could have a year, spend a year, all expenses paid, any place in the world, where would you go? Viking ship. Ooh. <laughs> Anglo-Saxon. Damn it. I'm saving an Anglo-Saxon ship, Bob. Jesus Christ. Ango. The old Anglo-Saxon <laughs> ship. If you could spend... Clarifying question. <laughs> Never mind. Todd's going to ask it. Yes, sir. Ye- and am I dying at the end of this year? Or is no. this like a random year? I don't... I, sir, I'm not your um, diagnostician. I can't tell you what's going to happen at the end of this year. But um, as far as the question goes, one year all expenses paid anywhere you want to go. There's uh, there's no specifications on on your health after that. But you'd have to stay a year. Yeah. Well, no, well that's uh, that's fine. I was just wondering about if it, if you're if I'm going leaving Las Vegas or have one heck of a year. Mm. I don't know what that means. But no, you're you're picking one spot. Right? Yeah, one spot. One spot. And no, you no. can't go like uh, it sucks. I want to leave. Like you have to stay there for a year. Stay there for a year. Yeah. Okay. You guys are missing my point, but uh, well, I'll be signing you all leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. I thought you had a, this is a clarifying question. How are we missing yes, your point? I wanted to know if like, <laughs> am I picking a year in the middle, just at any time now, and it's going to be great, or am I dying in a year? That's why I'm picking this spot, because I'm going to freaking light it up for a year. Todd, maybe you should be treating every day as your last and just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Timmy McGraw said, live like you were dying. <laughs> Well, it's going to change my answer. Thank yeah. you for. Okay. <laughs> uh, it doesn't specify, uh, but uh, I would just uh, not look too far into it. And if you could Where go. Where would you spend that year? Yeah, if you could go anywhere okay. for a year, you can, if you want the year to be in five years, if you want the year to be right now, uh, if you got, it. got some bad news and you want the year to start immediately, that's up to got you. But yeah, I, I would say somewhere that you could preferably not just tolerate. <laughs> somewhere you'd like to go for. Can year. we? Since this is hypothetical, can we? No, put, this is real. 
this real? <laughs> We're doing we this. <laughs> <laughs> We're can, doing this. <laughs> can we put the caveat in there that Nick's like, actual question of the week? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, Bezos paying no, for it. There's no <laughs> co- there's no COVID to deal with. No. Yeah, place. we we can yeah we can say uh, it was two years like ago. Okay, all right. Yeah, no no COVID. So so COVID's gonna hit while you're there. <laughs> okay, three years ago. Okay, right. no COVID. There we go. You spent a whole year there. Okay, so 1987, Bob. Where are you going? Uh, 1987. <laughs> Eighty. I uh, you 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 know where I'm going. I do. Yeah. You know where I'm going. That, Perry? that picture of you hiking. That yeah. picture of you hiking with brown hair. Perry. Yeah, that's it. Paris. Yeah. Why are you going to Paris? Because uh, I love it there. Would love to go back. Beaujolais. He likes the Beaujolais. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Paris. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know how long this answer was supposed to be. No, I just i I didn't. Okay. I've, I've I thought talked, you were joking. No, no, no. First. I've talked about it a lot. I've, I figured it was one of those things where like, uh, Bob doesn't even answer. Well, I know what he's going to pick. Oh no! Okay, so you had won the rest of you nothing. You yeah. <laughs> so you so you went to Paris uh, by yourself one time. Uh, I've been there twice. Uh, loved it both. I'd love to go back. And were you just by yourself and having a great time? No, I, I was there for my honeymoon and then went back uh, for another honeymoon ten months later. So yeah, one, <laughs> I want a trip on the radio to go back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So okay, cool. Yeah, I've never been. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of other places in Europe that are equally as cool, possibly cooler, but I've never been there. And so if yeah, I have you, to pick one for an existential question, it's going to be Paris. Yeah, you got to go with what you know. Yeah. Todd, you have one? I do. Todd, just say Paris. <laughs> no. You could join me. In you and me in Paris, since, Todd. Since, in 1987. Since, <laughs> since it's one year and I'm not planning on kicking off, this isn't like my last my last wish. And it's only and it's one year. I think it'd be perfect. All expenses paid. Singapore, baby. You've Ooh. been to Singapore, right? Uh, many times. Many times. What it's, is it about Singapore that draws you back? It's the New York of Asia, but clean, safe, uh, really friendly people. English, even though even though there's a, a that large, doesn't sound like the New York of Asia. That sounds more like the Dubuque of Asia. I'm, I'm saying action-wise, things to do. It's Ooh. a 20-mile island with tons of things to do. Great food, great restaurants, friendly people, safe, clean. Uh, don't get drunk and chew spit or else, uh, Corey, you'll get caned. <laughs> I'm all right with that. So if you, if, if, you chew while you're, if you chew while you're drunk, then you get caned? If, if, you, if you spit on the sidewalks or leave gum in Singapore... Uh, you will be caned. It's the only, there's only one exception to that rule. Uh, a number of years ago, keep, keep this brief. No, I went with I I went with a guy who played football at Nebraska. I uh, worked for EMC, uh, and uh, anyway, he's about six seven, and he's still lean and and at about three hundred forty pounds. And <laughs> Stands I, I out ever a bit. Like, and he's chewing Kodiak, spitting on the sidewalks, and I'm like, dude. You are going to jail. I go, and I can't wait to see it because they're going to have to bring a whole platoon of soldiers because he's clearly the biggest man on the island and maybe in like 400 miles. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, very, very clean. You don't spit. Uh, you don't the, Remember the kid that, that spray painted an underpass and got caned? Yeah. Time out, time out, time out. Did he ever go to fucking jail? No. <laughs> God damn it. Dude. I, I think everybody who would have tattled on him realized 
how big this human being was. Because again, people in uh, in Asia aren't particularly huge unless you're in the sumo arena. <laughs> right. Fair enough. I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a, a, <laughs> I was, a chance. Hey, Corey, nobody was hoping more than me because I wanted to see it. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I wanted to hear about it. I'd be telling it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome? There'd be a documentary. There'd be a documentary. During Corey's year, wherever he goes, if he was caned during that year. No, I would never want to see any of my friends caned. But if you heard the story, but if you heard the story like it had happened, would you be like, wow, that's kind of funny? No. <laughs> it's I would incredibly laugh. painful. Well, maybe. <laughs> I've never been caned. I uh, assume it doesn't feel good. Lori, but. hint, hint. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, I nudge. We can change that, Bob. I assume it's not uh-huh. a pleasurable experience, but it's probably not that bad. Got a couple plastic hangers. Come on, Corey, suck it up and just be caned. It's fine. I, I I think I'd be all right with it. Uh, see, there you Take, go. Oh, Taking okay. one for the team. Thank you, Corey. Well, we know the roles that you and fucking Bob play in the bedroom. So, <laughs> <laughs> canings are all right. more with each other. Hit me harder. <laughs> Hit me harder. <laughs> Stop. Okay, let's move past this. Greg. Yes, I would go to Austria. Salzburg. Uh, Hinterlux, as it's called. I could ski all year round. I've never been. Don't freaking be park on the streets, though. You've I've never been skiing. I find it interesting you're going to spend a year someplace that you've never been. Well, that's the whole point of this, right? All expenses paid? I Well, I took the complete opposite viewpoint. Yeah. Both of you guys did. I'm, I'm going. You did. I did as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather go somewhere that I've never I've never been to Austria to ski. I, I so ski you've there. got a big sense of adventure. Like, uh, send me, I'll, I'll take the other parking note. ticket. Uh, I don't have everything's paid for. Who cares? Everything's paid for. Yeah, not my money. Getting all these parking tickets is an annoyance. Who cares? At that point, I have fu money. If it's all expenses (laughs) paid, I don't care. (laughs) Great point. You've totally thought this through. He has. I didn't ask the right clarifying question. Yeah, I I don't. It doesn't matter to me. It's it's like oh, this expense, so it's paid for. It's okay. I will get a ticket every day just on just on principle. All all taken care of. Yeah. But it, it's perfect. it's one of the few places you can ski all year round, and I think that'd be a uh, be a great time. Switzerland's another area. I had to Google it. Nope, you only get one. Sorry, you had to Google don't Switzerland. Trust the Swiss. No, don't trust the Swiss. Know. Well, why? They're neutral. They're, They're not. sissies. <laughs> <laughs> they, speak, they speak. They speak seventeen languages all within a mile and a half of each other. Yeah, well, I only speak one, so they just have to deal with it. And since all expenses are paid, even if I upset them, that, that's the funny me. bit. They don't speak. They don't. I, they don't speak the one that you know in front of you. No, I, that's okay. I, I feel like the yeah. Greg is sort of molding this trip to himself. He's like, no, I. Uh, this is what I will speak. They will listen to me. This that's is what right. I will do. They will. They will not object. Yeah, you can't just like all walk, fines will be paid. You can't just walk down the street and be like, I want that mansion. All expenses are paid. <laughs> no, I think Greg would absolutely that was try not, to do that. That was I could no. rent it. I could rent it. No, wait. There was no. There was no uh, rule in there. He did say all expenses paid. It's all expenses for paid. the I trip. Like, I did not. The trip. Yeah, okay. I'm staying yeah, at this castle. Yeah, like you're staying at this castle. Like your per diem and things like that. Not like oh, I want to stay at that two million dollar castle every day for a year. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to make that up in your own. Little I white am, land, then that's fine. But 
Oh, I am. So we went, you went through a couple of different <laughs> answers here until Greg really kind of started to dissect your all expenses paid clause. But he was that was his answer for everything. I can get yeah. tickets because all expenses are paid. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's free. It's a free yeah. trip. Uh, I'm not going to go to jail because I'm going to pay off the police because all expenses are paid. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having sex with your wife. Yeah. All can expenses I, can are I paid. change my answer? Because <laughs> if I had known, if I had known, I think you guys are missing the point. <laughs> See, I didn't know anything about these parking tickets, nor did I know I had to drive. I just take cabs everywhere. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, Uber. what are you driving? Yeah, I'm, I don't know anything about I rented there. a Lamborghini for a year. <laughs> All expenses paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You imagine the production company that's getting that bill that sent Greg? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, my God. It'd be worth Johnson, it. did you really say all <laughs> expenses paid? <laughs> what? what? Who knew Austrian castles <laughs> that you can rent? It's not like they told you you're living in a shack, man. All right, Corey. Corey. <laughs> well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, if you say Escoda. Do something. <laughs> Ishpeming. Insanely crazy. And I would go to Escoda for a year. No, uh, no, no, you would not. Stop. No, you would not. No, because you you, you don't want to be there in the winter. You know that. That'd be like going to Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. All expenses paid. Reliving every day. That's right. You could, you could have your na- the neighbors shovel that shit out. All expenses Corey, paid. Baby. Corey, I think you've even you've even kind of uh, hinted around to the fact that you're not wild than going to Osco in the winter time. I, as long as I didn't have to shovel anything, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine. <laughs> All, expenses All expenses paid, paid baby. <laughs> They can actually. Oh, uh, God damn it, it Greg! They're, they're, they can actually uh, partition off a piece of the beach with heaters and a fake sun because all expenses would be paid, so you wouldn't even know it would be wintertime. That is Darpa. true. So, ask go to ask to for a year. Hey, if we can, <laughs> hey, if we can crowdfund this from the people watching, the, listening to this uh, podcast, it costs about thirteen thousand dollars to send them up there for a year. <laughs> What happened? That's a small. That's a small price. Corn nuts and <laughs> corn nuts and black label are cheap. It, in my book, Greg, that's going to go down as the best moment of 2021 <laughs> on the podcast. You're welcome. That's fine. I mean, think think about all the white fish you'd have, Corey. Oh wow! With all and these things paid, I'd, I'd be living like a king. You know, whitefish are probably better elsewhere. I would think whitefish is. You hold your tongue, Bob Rankin. Whitefish is better elsewhere is than Oscoda. Is Oscoda Mission the only place in the world in which you can get whitefish? No, but the Great Lakes are known for for wild. Caught Would you say whitefish. that the best whitefish anywhere in the world is in Oscoda? Yes, yes, I would. No, not. I'm not asking you. You've been to Norway. I'm asking. You've been to I'm asking Norway. a re- reasonable person. Right? Is there a chance that somewhere in the Scandinavian countries you might find whitefish that is oh, so fine. fucking amazing that you'd be like? This is better than Oscoda. No, because I would assume like uh, that they probably have better fish that's from the sea, mm-hmm. and not from like the Great Lakes. Okay, freshwater. Do you think Corey is going that's there specifically for whitefish? I mean, there there is on Lake Superior uh, a bay called Laughing Whitefish Point. Okay, um, because there are whitefish in Lake Superior as well. Colder waters. Uh, there's less fishermen out there. Uh, they can be getting fatter or a meatier right. fish. So. There, I guess it would be reasonable to assume that there may be other places in the Great Lake 
basin area that have better whitefish. Let me put it a different way. Do you think it's it might be reasonable to say that there are better fish to eat, better tasting fish, more exquisite, uh, unbelievably tasting, well, good tasting fish to, to get in other countries? Oh, of course. Without a doubt. So do you think that Corey is specifically doesn't give a fuck about any of those fish yes. and is only specifically looking for the white fish? Um, I think it all is tied to nostalgia and that so it's feeding that no matter yeah no matter okay no matter if there are it's it's a search that I don't want to take kind of <laughs> it's know. a search <laughs> but a search that he would absolutely sign up for yeah for if, an entire year yeah if there if there if it was something where it was like a like a taste test yeah. he might be like yeah that's fantastic but I don't care I like my smoked whitefish from Moscow Corey if only he were here <laughs> <laughs> Corey clarifying question. Uh, if you if you were able to spend an entire year in Ascoda, and at the end of that year you're like, oh my god, that's great, uh, it, unbelievable. I uh, uh, my my quest for nostalgia from when I was young has now been fully satisfied. And then Nick were to offer you another year, fully expenses fully paid. God, I'm so wherever nice. in the world you wanted to go, would you still pick Ascoda for another year? Yes. <laughs> why 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 would you even say that bob do you, do you really think because that his I, answer was not going to be yes i was hoping that uh, no, had gotten an entire too, year in Ascoda, he would maybe spread his wings and start to branch out fish to fry? yeah do you understand that in Corey's version of heaven he was in Ascoda? no i get that but that was just a story this is now uh, it's all coming together and this that is was sort heaven. of a, that was his heaven <laughs> It was a funny bit we did. You for the just podcast. offered him another year in his heaven. <laughs> but right, of course, but, he's going to pick that. But all the, all of these all these answers they all sum up to a much bigger picture. Where I'm like, okay, now's the time. He's where you, really got something like mentally wrong with him, where he needs to be in Escoda for the. I didn't really grasp it that deeply mm-hmm. with the heaven analogy. But now it's all kind of falling into place. We're Corey. seeing the mania. Corey, I've I've slammed you a bunch of times, but I've never said you had mental disabilities. So. <laughs> just just so we're clear. Thank you. Um, but not out loud. <laughs> not to his but, face. Yeah, not to Bob. his face. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what you have to do with Corey, which also wouldn't work, uh, is you would have to say, <laughs> you would have to say, yeah. Uh, anywhere but Ascoda for that second year. And then he'd be like, I just don't want to be alive. He would give you some yeah, answer I, like that. Right. I, I'm not, I, I know better. <laughs> but I don't think you do. No, no, I do. Because <laughs> you have to go right to the crux. Because you know if he says, I, I want another year in Ascoda, then you know the other question was just going to be like, just like you said, like I'd rather kill myself. But you you, you walked right into that valley. No, no, no. I with, went with all the archers up on both sides of it. No, no, no. And you're like, no, maybe they're all. reasonable. Not at all. <laughs> maybe I can talk to them. You got to go like, let's not fuck around. Let's go right to the heart of it going, would you spend the rest of your life? In, yeah, you said in heaven, but now we're talking about you while go, you're alive. You go, <laughs> okay, you're number two. <laughs> so anywhere else, you've already been to Ascoda. Where would you go? Ascoda. <laughs> Okay, now that you've got two years of Oscoda out of your system, three, the third year, Nick no has way you're going back to done Oscoda, it again. Right? Nick has done it again. He's going to let you do this on his dime. We don't know where yep. he's making all his money, but he's yep. going to do it. Yep. You wouldn't go to Oscoda three times, would you? 
Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Blown Have away. You ever been anywhere else? <laughs> Have you ever been? Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been elsewhere. <laughs> He's been to all the places on the way back. I've been from everywhere, I've been to, I've been man. All the places on the way and back from Oscoda. I have been to a number of different places with Corey. I can personally say Frankenmuth, Memphis, Detroit. Portland, Louisville. No, not Louisville. Fabulous Ferndale, Austin. Mm. I, I would. Heights. I would personally rather go to any of those places over Oscoda, but I get that. Wow. He liked us go to what, what blows my mind is that having spent a whole year there, he would go back again, given that he could go for another year and go anywhere else in the world. I think after, even over Gaylord, he wouldn't go to Gaylord <laughs> before Ascoda. He, well, Gaylord? He's never been to Gaylord. I he's also I, never been to Innsbruck, Austria, but I, I, it doesn't matter. You don't you don't you don't hit Gaylord on the way to Ascoda. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think <laughs> Houghton? Unless you're coming Hip south. Town, bitches. Unless you're coming south from the UP. I think after a, a nice, frozen, desolate Oscoda winter, he would uh, change his tune. He just said he wouldn't. But he's never gone through that before. He's been in Oscoda. He seemed pretty sure. But he's hearing, you know, um, the Beach Boys playing in his head. He's running, the through, Beach the, Boys. running through the sand. He's never heard the Beach Boys in his head. Yeah. He's all the chewy. Like Barbie girl. Ne- and- ne- never had a shirt on. All the chewy wants. Campfires till three in the morning. You know, that's what he's envisioning. He's not envisioning like in a frozen Lake Huron and all the Lixie's fish markets are closed for the season, yeah. reason, freezing, stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, ah, God damn it, I had, had, had to fucking go to fucking five gas so stations. Soon. None of them are fucking open. You know, after you so, he, you so soon forget that I played hockey for a very long time. So you're not going to just frozen lake would be absolutely amazing. OK, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, speaking, speaking as a man. Checkmate, Nick Bader. <laughs> 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 Speaking as a man of the wild myself, um, what? Oh, dude, come on! I, I've been up north and hunting and fishing and naming plants and everything else you can probably fucking think naming of. Plants. Spending the night in the middle of January in a fucking tent in fucking fifteen degree weather. I've done all that shit. So, being somewhat of an outdoorsman, I would say. Um, you understand that there's not like a Zamboni that comes across Lake Huron and that might be a little difficult for you to fucking skate on the frozen waves up by the sandy shore. Does the best setup ever. Yeah. Very, very, very easy to clear that. Clear that. Bro, bro, you're forgetting one thing. What's that? All expenses paid. That's right. <laughs> All he does is just skate. He skates up and down the beach. The beach is one giant ice rink. There's no one else up there. It's a vacation town. But he just skates up and down the beach. Right. <laughs> right. He's got his own personal Zamboni. I. He can have whatever he wants. All expenses paid. That's right. <laughs> Biggest sandcastle in the world. I mean, okay, so... In hindsight, sure. we had to do this all over again. Should really clarify all expenses paid because I feel like it, it's giving you the ability to make any shithole into a, a paradise. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think the author of this book exactly. realized any of this. No, 
back in the 90s when it was produced. But for the next edition, third printing, they might want to make a couple of edits to the text. Thanks, Greg. Hey, no problem. I do what I can. No, you did all that you could. And we we actually drove it to the ground. You should so. just let me go last. I could I could see that though. I I could see Corey, you know, living somewhat primally and growing his beard out even more. <laughs> when you say primally, primally. Make, make, <laughs> make, making word? making yeah, it is now making hatchets and and uh, you know hanging. I feel like up, you're talking about like Tom Hanks and Castaway hanging up fish to to smoke. Slow and Lord steady. of the, Lord of the be, Flies. I could see him bees. Slow and steady. I could see Corey really enjoying that lifestyle. <laughs> Corey, it's only because you're on the podcast. We never talked about like you like this when you were on the podcast. It's out of it's out of love. These, it's out of love. These brother. are all things he loves. This is nothing bad. We're like this is hey, our fucked up way of welcoming hey, you back. Hey, I guess. you know what Corey would do? He would do X, Y, and Z. And as we explain it, it's a version that he said is his heaven. So he's like, oh god, that would be horrible. That is true. <laughs> I don't even want to go now. Uh, why would you? Uh, you? It's all been done. Yeah, you can't. Plus, you're not going to go Bare to another man's ladies. heaven. Bare naked ladies. It's all been done. Woo-hoo-hoo! And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's all been done for this episode of the Schnozcast. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, and for the Schnozcast, for Nick Bader. Have, Corey, a, good, have a good night. Sorry, man. My oh, bad. What? Corey Seleski. Wow. Good night, everyone. For Todd Dillon. Good evening. And for special guest Greg Gumtow. Peace out. See you next week.